Yeah. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, topics, stipulations. First down, plate it. Presenting topics for kind, easy to time, braid it. Facts, keys to the city. We are locking the statements. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We're going to be joined by the Joseph Aguirre in just a moment to talk some more, well, you know, baseball and the New York Yankees. Is it going to happen again? Is deja vu striking the New York Yankees once again? Now Severino, and it's just been reported on Twitter that Severino is going to New York to take some tests to see what's going to happen with him. And then we're talking New York or New York Giants football and the NFL. Are the players just getting disrespected once again with this whole new CBA rule? The owners are going to win, and the players, of course, get nothing in the end. But like I said, we're going to start with baseball. And like I said, we have the Joseph Aguirre joining us right now to talk about the cheating schedule. Another un- a forgettable week for baseball. Like I said, this has been going on for months and more and more. We didn't even get to talk about the most recent joke of a comments by that clown of a commissioner. Yes, Rob Manfred calling the World Series title a piece of metal. And I've been wanting to talk about this just because you're the commissioner of baseball. And that's what you call the commissioner's trophy is a piece of metal. So what the hell are the other 32 teams playing for then? They're playing for a piece of metal, I guess, according to Manfred. This is why Rob Manfred should be gone and the way he's been handling this whole situation. And, oh, don't forget, we're still waiting on that Boston Red Sox report that has been supposedly going to come out for weeks now. And it was supposed to come out today or before today. Still waiting. And this is what I'm just talking about. Baseball right now. And finally, Ted, you mentioned it last week. Well, you haven't really heard anybody to come out and voice all the Cody Bellinger. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go through the names. Mike Trout, the biggest name in baseball, you would assume. Aaron Judge, the biggest name maybe in New York sports. Oh, and not to mention the biggest name in all of sports, LeBron James came out to voice his displeasure. So now you're starting to see more and more players come out. Justin Turner, who ripped Manfred. John Lester, who ripped Manfred. This is not just about disgruntled Yankee fans or disgruntled Dodger fans. As a baseball fan, we all fans should be pissed off about this whole thing. Nick Markakis came out and, and said Mar- those guys deserve a beating. I was surprised of that, Joe. Joe... Why do- All right, no, maybe no physical violence against the Astros. Um, well, it might come soon. There's a lot to unpack here. I'm actually shocked, though, of how much this has really blown up. Because when we first start, came out with the story, it came yeah, Ted, out. You we didn't think it was going to be a big deal. I didn't think it was going to be a big deal. Well, and, they've been trying to minimize and listen, it. Listen, so did Major League Baseball. They did not think this was going to be a big deal. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Manfred did not think this was going to be a big deal. They he thought, was hoping. Well, a lot of people were hoping. Because, <laughs> listen... We're avid sports fans, okay? I watch Fox Sports. I watch all the shows. I watch PTI. That's one of my favorite shows. Even Tony Kornheiser said, 
I'm actually surprised and shocked of how much, because it's not just that the cheating, you know, everyone has an opinion on everything nowadays, but it more entails that players now have gone against other players. And you're not used to seeing that with regards to, listen, when the steroids come out, you didn't see other players coming out like, yeah, that guy cheated and took steroids. You know, you didn't Maybe see, it's just because of today's day and age that like, I don't think it has now to do with everybody that. I just has think an opinion. People cheated the game, and it's different I'll because remind it was a you. team thing. Jose Canseco was the Mike Fires of the steroids. But he era. got killed for it. And he and was so the only so one. So far, so good. I mean, there, I was reading earlier today, Mike Fires has been getting death threats. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. It's insane. But, you, but I'm, not, I'm not surprised by age, that. We live in a world age. where, like, I was watching Fox Sports the other day, and they had Solomon Wilcox on. And he was talking about Carson Palmer's um, when he played for the Cincinnati Bengals. And when he was on the road, he had a bad game. And that he... His wife had to deal with fans throwing trash on his front lawn and doing damage to his front. Now, can you imagine your wife's at home with your kids? You're away. You played a bad game, and fans are throwing trash on your lawn and, and disrespecting your house. That's the day and age we live. We live in a world where everyone has an opinion. They think their opinion matters more than it's someone else's, and everyone's right or wrong. I mean, just look at politics in this country. Look at this crap that's going on. I, I mean, can go the, on. How do, I, no, but how do, no, he's right. It, we we, we, hit, we live in a hypocritical the, world. Not even get into the good. But we no, it's true. We, no, so, hold on. We Rant. Live, go ahead. We I like, like this. You well, need some here's the thing, today. because I saw the Caitlyn Bennett thing. Now, I had no, I had no idea who she was. I had no idea. I looked her up. I saw she got famous for crap in her pants or something. She was on some college humor thing. Swear to God, she's face down drunk, and she has crap coming out of her butt lying there. Oh, I didn't even know that. Swear to God. But she's a big-time gun activist, and she's... She's whatever, and there were. She was at Ohio University, and you should have seen the students it. that were. This is the country we live in. It's a very uh, no. You're 100 percent right for just politics. We a live very, in a hypocritical it's world. It's a very divided country. It's a very in those. It, this is just because you can't tell me there wasn't cheating. Even Joe Girardi came out. Sign stealing has been going on since in baseball the Black Sox. Since the, cheating the Black is Sox. involved with baseball forever. Yes. Okay, this crap happened in the 1930s with the Black Sox. Joe re reminded us last week of yeah. the story and stuff. They needed Babe Ruth to come along to shake the it's shake the tree just to make things right. But that's how it is in the world. Everything, and this is not just for sports, politics. It's divided with sports. It's divided with... With food, it's divided with politics. It's with, divided in everything, and it's because everybody feels that they have a platform that they can go out, voice their opinion, and feel like Ted, you just said, they're right. And that's where we are in today's day and age with the sports. And and I've seen people say, move on, get over it, and forget about it, and people keep like, oh, well, they're whiners and complainers. I'm sorry, your team cheated. You are probably, and I said this last week, those fans that want to complain about us Yankee fans and Dodger fans and whatever, I don't care. I'm a disgruntled Yankee fan and PO'd that what just happened the past three years. But as a baseball fan, how can you not be pissed off about this? For 30, for 29 other teams, you come in in February, work your butts off to get to being a champion. And then you have a team that is who already so talented has to cheat and undermine the integrity of the game to win by that. And Aaron Judge said it best. It, they don't deserve it. It should be an asterisk. They didn't deserve to win that title. They cheated to win a title. And for all the fans that want to say oh, it's no big deal, you're probably still the same fans to this day that whine and complain about those New England Patriots who cheated 20 years ago. 
But let's forget about this. We still talk about Pete Rose. We still talk about the steroid act. For goodness sake, we still talk about the Black Sox scandal. But we're supposed to just say, hey, let's forget about the Houston Astros because, oh, it's over with. Let's just move on to the season. Yes, we will move on to it. Starts but tomorrow. Sti but still, for anybody that thinks this is not a big deal, you sound unintelligent about this whole situation. You sound like a clown and your sports view and take has no value to it. Go ahead, Joe. All right, listen. Uh, the Do you want to rant too now? Because we just ran let me you let me let me get it out. Uh, look, the commissioner said a really stupid thing because he's proven thus far to be a really stupid person. Yes. Um, he was hoping that this thing wasn't going to blow up. My concern about the Red Sox report is that it was supposed to come out a couple weeks ago, and then last week, and then today. I don't think they want to double down. I don't think they want to bring more heat. I'm not even sure it's that as much as I've got a feeling that there's more being added to it. I think there's more people now comfortable being vocal. There's people who are no longer with the Red Sox who maybe have something to say about it now that they're no longer members of that team. And that's all I could think of is, is why would this report get delayed? If you're just sitting on it, why would you, why do you keep promising it's coming out, it's coming out, it's coming out this, and, and then you don't do it? Oh, I'm waiting uh, for uh, it as again, a Yankee fan. I'm waiting uh, for unless, it. Unless the report is being continued a little bit, well, which you know is what I suspect is going on right well, now. You know, first of all, you know they're not going to punish the, uh, the Red Sox more than the Astros. That's that's going to be fact. We're going to find out what the Red Sox were doing. We don't even know what they were doing yeah. per se. We know they were doing something and similar, that but they we don't know. And knowing that they had Cora, so, who's already been a part of the Houston Astros, that 2017 team that just got investigated and punished, supposedly punished, he was with the Red Sox. So who knows what was going on? We don't know the full details. Let me, let me kill the counter-argument, too, by the way. The, are the Red Sox a good team? The, were the 2018 Red Sox a really great. good team? Okay, they would probably Hold historically, historically, agree with you on both. Joe, both the teams, the Astros, and the Rex were no, great the, teams. No, the Red Sox were maybe almost historically great. Hold yeah, on so now. Houston. Same yes. thing. We, we talked about steroids, and I told you I feel like the effect of steroids is more often than not those warning track shots become home runs. Absolutely. It's that extra 10 to 20 feet. That extra, right, that extra like 10, said, to 20 10, feet. 10 to 20 feet. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the difference between seats and glove. So what's the you you the, you know minimal impact or no impact on the games? Let's say uh, the Red Sox won 108 games in 2018. Maybe that was a 99 win team without without the cheating. Maybe they don't right? win the ALE. Sure, and and seating would I mean everything would have been different. Yeah, everything would have been different. And 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 again, this is that's kind of what I've been like kind of harping on over the last couple of days is you know teams that just missed a wild card spot in 17 or 18. Mm -hmm. You've got a gripe there. Well, you don't even know you have a gripe yet. How about the Cy Young reality, Because again, there is there is no there is no well if if the uh, if we vacate Houston's title in 2017, they're they're out of the seating, and then the the team that previously missed a postseason, mm -hmm. you're getting an honorary like berth or whatever. You know, like there's no prize in it for those teams. That's not going to happen. So you vacate the title, and and for like, like I said, the teams that don't feel like they were affected. I don't think are realizing how they were affected and the impact it had. Again, you mentioned Joe Girardi. Yeah, he's pissed. He should be. Good. He wants to say, who's to say that he did, wouldn't have resigned for the There's Yankees? There's no way. They were going to let him go if he wanted to go. There's a 0% chance 
And you can tell me the one or two times the coach won a championship and got fired. And I'll tell you about a situation that was a million times worse than the Girardi-Cashman relationship. So give me a break with that nonsense. He certainly would have, he certainly would have stayed. Oh, yeah. It would have impacted everything going forward. And, and that's, that's, the, that's what I don't think people understand. It's the championship. It's the individual awards. But it's the way teams reconstructed in the offseason. The futures. At the it, time, the futures up. of those teams. The, the, the future of players, yes. guys who never made it, who got one shot, got sent well, down. I also Unbelievable. Wanna, and I want to add to this. So, if you know as a batter, and listen, Giancarlo Stan came out and said, listen, if I knew what the hell was going on, I would have hit 80 home runs in 2017 instead of 59. Hmm. Probably. Here's the thing. You're a pitcher, right? You're Chris Sale. You got 20-something wins. You're getting a big-time contract. Well, it also helps when your team's scoring seven, eight runs a game because they know the pitches. And there's, you know what I mean? That could be a difference in wins. So you're taking away Cy Young. Like, would you, and yeah. that helps contracts. That affects a lot of things. It's, it's like the tree. Start from the bottom and work your way. I mean, it just branches off. There's more and more. I mean, who would have thought that Altuve's MVP is, is, Listen, is an three, asterisk? Three it's, managers. I mean, we were talking about that. Three that managers judge. were fired because of one incident. A GM, a GM was fired a, yeah. and will never have another job in Major League Baseball. A owner got fined the maximum amount of $5 million because that's what's in the contract and that's the most. But a of- franchise got away with a slap on the wrist. No, no, People, no, 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 no. The, the no. players no. Got, got a slap on the wrist. Now, did you see Will Clark's no, interview? No, the organization. Will, no, the let me ask you a question. Did you see Will Clark's interview? Ooh, no. Will Clark. Did you see Will Clark's interview? I did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, what was yeah, your great. opinion on what Will Clark said in the sense of you should have changed the signs? So I'm trying to give both arguments well, to look, people that are listening. Th- there's, we, we, we talk about gamesmanship. And you talked about cheating. How I remember uh, being in, I think it was 13-year-old league, and we, we were facing this lefty. And this kid threw a million miles an hour. But he had a different windup for his fastball than he did for, like, off-speed pitches. Oh, I remember that. Remember and you that. see I do, it. I don't know the name, but I do remember what he's talking about. You, when you see that as a kid, if you, if, if you see a tell, right? You're, I mean, you're like, oh, my God. And, and I feel like for the Astros, they got this thing going. It was like a big joke yeah, with everybody. Time, yeah, and time. to think it was only 2017. If you got away with it one year, right? right why would you but stop? Only, hold why, on. That's the only thing. We, we know it was 17. But it could be 18. Sure. And it could be they even only talk about, It could be this past they year. They only talk about it like it was one year. Because Come we're on. still talking about a tattoo. A tattoo right. that, that that that's the ne- that's the next reason now. Oh, he didn't first. The first reason was he didn't want to take his shirt off because you know you're lying when you have to come up with another excuse. You're a millionaire like, and you have a tattoo like, of your on, daughter's name on. and no, it no, came no, no. out it's not, it Ted, came out crappy. Ted, it's not even that. The reason why you didn't take your shirt off in the first place is because your wife didn't like it. Now you're one of your players come out and say you get a tattoo. When you're lying well, and you have to make up a different excuse, that's when you know you are doing something wrong and you know you are lying about it. Um, also, straight to the camera on top of Carlos it. Correa, shut your mouth. Stephen A. Smith said it best. Nobody wants to hear from you at all. Did you see what David Stephen Ortiz? A. Smith said? I told you, David Ortiz came out and uh, the wise the commission to get picked on. Fire should have kept his mouth shut. Don't want to hear from David Ortiz either. Don't want to hear from Red Sox. Don't want to hear from Astros. The only thing you should be saying is, sorry, messed up. Everybody else gets the floor about this now. Not them. They don't get to dictate Jim Crano. We don't think it had an impact. We're going to move on. No, you're not moving on. That's not how it works. 
It moves on when we all decide it's going to move on. Jeff Bassan is saying that the commissioner's office is considering individual player punishment uh, and and perhaps more severe consequences and for the Astros up to and including vacating they, the title. They, this is really starting to catch a serious blaze. Like this oh, is. Oh, it's not. It hasn't caught. It's it's full on. No, I know, but full on fire. Well, here's the it's thing. It's a full on. Fire and by the way, sale. Stanton was not out of line with what he said, and Stanton also pointed out afterwards that was that that comment wasn't about me, the eighty home runs. What his point was. He was he was disputing Jim Crane's idiotic assertion that knowing what the pitch coming was wouldn't have an imp- I mean that is ludicrous. That is ludicrous. You you would say Ted if I gave you 600 major league at bats, right? You'd have a tough time yeah. mustering even 100 hits, right? Absolutely. Okay. What do you think you'd be able to hit? What pitch do you think you could possibly a be fastball. able to hit? Listen, the easy right, you would have no chance hitting a splitter, a, a nasty curveball, curve a slider, or maybe, a cutter. Maybe a changeup. Zero. Maybe a changeup. Maybe a changeup if you're so slow that you happen to get lucky. Maybe you can time a fastball, right? Maybe CC's on the mound. He's throwing 88. Maybe you can time one again. I don't a need hit. to know the location, but I can know that if, if you speed. know that thing is coming, if you know with certainty what pitch was coming. Look at the numbers, home and away. That's all you need to know about that team. And for every, you can see it. And for all the fans that are saying, oh, move on from it, then go tell the professional athletes, those players that are going out each and every day, sweating, grinding, but, and trying to get to win a World Series and to see this, like I said, this team, which was already a great team. Yeah. Maybe they were a great team now because of this whole cheating scandal, but just to undermine everything that they've done and, and just – we always talk about the one word that we always associate baseball with is integrity, right? And it's it, well, they I, keep well, trying I, to they keep no, trying no, to no, convince no, us. No, 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 no. I don't th- see. I don't look at it as integrity because, but we think that's like the word most associated well, well, with baseball because we have these stupid unwritten baseball rules. Like, so a guy flips his bat, or a guy walks too slow to first base after he hits the home run. Well, I love what Max Muncy say. Make a better pitch, Dan. If you don't like the way I hit the ball 450 feet, make a better pitch. Plain and simple. But see, then that goes back to the Will Clark argument. And let me get back to that for a minute because I do believe in gamesmanship. Again, we talk about sign stealing and you talk about. It's been going on forever. And we did did it in youth baseball. Hidden ball trick. There's all sorts of, there's fake signs. Jonathan LaCroix, who spent a lot of time, unfortunately, competing against the Astros, talked about how well known it was. How much it makes the game drag on that they're constantly trying to change signs Everybody knew it was going on, and MLB they did. The, knew it. They did the best they could to overcome it. This is why we don't know how good the Astros were, because we now know the teams were trying to counter what the Astros were doing, but the teams didn't realize that they were getting the information in real time. That a pitcher could shake his head, he could shake off a fastball, and then, and in the time, it literally, bam. In real time, that is the difference between flashing a sign from second base to the dugout to the what? Yeah. There's a huge difference between cheating in real time and stealing signs. So uh, uh, Will Clark, I love Will Clark, a legend in the game, but he's he's conflating two different things here. Don't don't technology conflate, was used. Don't conflate sign stealing with the technology used to steal signs. This is illegal, 
This is gamesmanship. Yeah, because, we, listen, baseball is always, I mean, I can't think of the team right now, and I don't know if anyone's watching and can help me out, but I remember, maybe it was the Yankees-Astros, where the guy on second, they were so worried about the guy on second. And they talk about it all the time. You can watch a normal baseball game, and they talk about how many times you'll see a catcher come out to the pitcher when a guy's on second late in the game. They're trying to change the sign. Because is the guy leaning a little bit to the right? Does that mean a fastball? Does the guy lean a little bit to the left on a leadoff? Does that mean a changeup? You know, everyone's looking for advantage. Listen, that's part of the game. It's called gamemanship. You're trying to get Every single edge you can on a player, on a team, whatever it takes to win. You're, you're trying to cr hit the, that wall without going over that wall. They went over the wall because they used technology. People appreciate technology, but they want to be used in the right way. They don't like that. I, I just, I, it's, it's amazing to see how weird this has gone from when it originally came out. Because at first it was, it was all about the Astros, right? Then it became, all right, Jim Crane didn't handle their press conference right, and the players really didn't feel any remorse. Now, then it turned into, let's fire my, Rob Manfred because his I press still, conference. I, I still, the, the I way, still think he should be gone. I just don't think he's. But here's the thing. The owners control that. And as long as the owners don't lose money, they're not going well, to you already got the players. Because well, he's you already got the players' voice in their opinion. But Rob Manfred has actually been better for baseball. He's been good for baseball. He's tried to do what he can to better baseball. It's kind of, here's a, a perfect example. Look at the NFL. A couple years ago, people were screaming for Goodell's head. Now people love Goodell. He's got the 17 games, the TV contracts, the money, the players. You don't hear that no more. That, um, that's all I'm trying to say. You know, Gary Bettman still hated by hockey, but the question will be, how does this go forward? Because we're Yankee fans, okay? This is what we were talking about. This everybody is just, this no, is, but everybody just stemming, thinks... Is, hold on. This is stemming from a Yankee thing. I know, but we everybody thinks that's the problem. We haven't had the opportunity yet to bash on our biggest rival yet. We haven't even gotten to the Red Sox because that is where the fun becomes. Who are the biggest owners in the game, the most influential owners in baseball? In baseball? Steinbrenners. Yep. Steinbrenner. The L.A. Dodgers, the Red Sox, and, pro and, Cubs? I, and maybe the Cubs and the Astros. Because yes. you got to think about football. It's, it's Robert Kraft. It's Jerry Jones. It's uh, the, the guy from the Rams. The Roonies. Roonies yeah. and Crockett. It helps and if you know their And the, the Mariners. The ones where you know their names. The if you know their names, they're influential. I would almost disagree a little bit on the Dodgers only because of, of the changes – in ownership they've had over the last 15 years. But I would just say years. because of who, right. who they are. They wield power, but there's it's not like the Steinbrenners. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? You don't think and, Hal and Steinbrenner or Hank Steinbrenner right now are fuming? Oh, we yeah. We have two championships right now. We had and Joe that's, jo oh, we had But I think Judge. not having the Red Sox on board and not having Houston's ownership on board, and I think those are two of no, the big that, ones in the game right now, makes it different and, and almost keeps Manfred in a in a safe spot, which is unfortunate. And that's the problem, is that people want to just be like, oh, Yankee fans whining. Well, no. It's everybody, I'm, though. But, but, no, I'm a disgruntled Yankee fan. I'm, I'm pissed off because of the actions that happened. It could have, we could be 29-time World Series champions if it wasn't for this. But this should be, as a baseball fan, if this just doesn't bother you, then I hope you weren't complaining back in the 90s with the steroid act. I hope you weren't complaining when Pete Rose was gambling on games, betting on games. And I hope you weren't complaining when the New England Patriots were videotaping to win to win Super Bowl. Wait, what do you say to somebody who was cool with all those things? And ha not have a problem with that? Yeah, what's your bone of contention with that? They're consistent. Is that... 
No, if you don't have a, if they didn't have a problem with this, if yeah. they just want to move on from this, but they still talk about the other stuff to this day. Yeah, but what if they don't? Then are they given the pass to move on? Oh, I, I guess. They think, I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. You're staying consistent. No, I see I'm what you're saying. No, you stay consistent, but I'm only talking to the people that if they did that, okay, that's fine. You're consistent with it. That's fine. But if they're, if they're whining about all that in the past. I also think it's who you're a fan of, what team, If they've been sport. complaining. It does make a huge Okay, that is true. But if they have been complaining about all that in the past for quite some time to this day. And then let this but pass. But just want to let this go after two, I don't a, a think, month or so. I don't think people so, are like that. You think they, people are like that they would you'd complain be, about? Oh, you'd be surprised. Well, because the Patriots, as we know... Are one of the most no. They only hate, hate them because they're great. I have, but they always will use the excuse. Hold on, as as the reason because they cheated to win. That's my point. Is that they used the way? Did they really cheat to win the Patriots? I don't. Th- me, Ted, you know how I feel up, about it. I don't up, think it wasn't that. Hold ba- up. Listen. Here's the problem. When when you say cheating, it, it's not a quantifiable, measurable thing. Okay. I don't know how many more home runs Bonds hit on steroids. I don't know how many more games the Astros won because they were banging on garbage cans. I think it was about. I don't know I how many. He had about two hundred more. He had about like five hundred at the time no, or something like that. I, I quantify that. My yeah. point is, no, is I, I don't yeah. know how much better yeah. Tom Brady would have played against the Colts if the football would have been solid. They still would have won by thirty points instead of forty. Points. But you don't. Won. You don't yeah. know that. We never Maybe know. That we was d- the seventeen sixteen loss they were doing. Who you know? Yeah, I, you don't know. You can never quantify cheating. But if someone's cheating and the other team isn't. It's unfair, and you didn't earn it. Sometimes I play games on my phone with my kids, like words with friends, and, and, and my, one of my daughters cheats. And I know when she's cheating. <laughs> and I say to her when she's cheating, I'm like, do you feel good about that? And she's like, well, yeah, because I'm finally winning a game. And I'm like, but you didn't earn it. She cheated the win. Is it, is it fun if, if I know you're still a dummy? You're not, you know, you're not, you're not winning a mind game I, by I, cheating, and that, that, does that make you feel smarter? Because so we not, both know you're so, not. So I'm not gonna lie. I remember as a kid growing up and like playing one of our, like Andy Harris. Andy used to play video games, and I used to know like I would turn my thing. I up wonder like, if he's watching. Like, right? Maybe he's watching and he's turn, seeing this. Like turn up. The like, truth my, is coming my, out. My player ratings, like you could turn up the speed. And he never understood. That's like, messed up, bro. And he would get so see that's mad. see that's messed he up. He would get so mad. listen. I cheated a lot when I was a kid. Video, video games, whatever I get my hands on, like this. Like, you know, you know, I like, took all the stickers off my Rubik's cube. I don't want to take no part. Listen, you know, like you know when you go to like that. Stop and Shop and you know, they have like the candy aisle with the, like the, you can pull in. You're supposed to like scoop the candy and put it in the bag and measure. What I used that? to just take my hand and grab a couple pieces of candy and eat it. You're, you guys, there's are, nothing wrong guys, with that. You guys are bad. Okay, so bad, uh, you guys, uh, so, hold on, you guys are bad. So, yeah, so, whatever. <laughs> you guys are bad. I, so I want to ask you a question, then we can move on to the Yankees rotation. A lot of this stuff. Yeah, we're gonna close out with the Yankees rotation of the big so, news now. And I said this to Trev on the way up, it, because we were talking about the Poppy thing. And I said, you know, he still remember when Trev came out about Mike Fires? He thought he was a snitch, and I, he goes, I don't believe in ratting. And I said, here's the thing. I still, if I was I on that, don't. if I was, and on you that, said I'd be a good wingman. If I was on that Astros, <laughs> if I was on that Astros team, right? And you were on that Astros team, right? Now, there's guys like Tony Kemp who said, listen, I don't want no part of it. But I feel, and I'm going to speak for myself personally. If you were on the team, you're like, hey, listen, Ted, 
Listen, we got this thing where, like, I can, like, if I'm struggling, I'm in a slump, or I just came off a team, and I got dumped, and I got picked up the Astros, and I got an opportunity to succeed, right, and help myself, and I'm batting, like, 240. They're like, hey, listen, we got this thing going on where, like, listen, we can figure out, like, when they're going to throw a fastball to you. What he's pretty much is saying is that he would join in. I would have joined in, and I would have never I said know, anything. Because I already know what we have. I want to know. I what would have you never would say. said anything because here's the thing. Why would I have said it's it's better? I would. Be, it's helping my team out that I'm currently playing playing for. I'm not going to lose my job, and it's going to help me and personally. Said, and if I have a good season and it's a one year deal, I could get a big contract at the next season said, and make a difference. I would have been Tony Kemp. I would have played for the team. I just don't want no. T- I don't. Want, I just wonder Joe, how. I, I, Joe, just wonder, I don't want. I don't want to be a part of it because me, I know it's. God, I want to no, just know on. how many people would have said, you know what? I'm not going to say anything. Maybe. No, because I know how what type of world we live in where there's a people that rat. There's a lot of people that snitch nowadays. Friends snitch on friends. Family snitches on friends. It's everywhere. Well, because so, everybody's got a, a higher so threshold for so, integrity so than eventually, others. So eventually, Joe, yeah. if you're partaking in these actions, it's going to come out sooner or later because you can't. There's a, the word the trust. The only reason why the, it came out because Mike Fires decided. Exactly. MLB there's a word that, that floats around that is Trip, hard to say nowadays. Were, it's trust. How many guys and were on I that roster? I would, I hold would, on. Hold, how many guys were on that roster? Playoff or active? No, just who gives a crap? 25, how many, 20, 27 players. 25, 25 27 20, players, right? Yeah. One players? guy decided to rat. Yes. Okay. All the other guys didn't rat. The managers didn't rat. The GM didn't rat. The owner didn't rat. There but was guys t- that were in the minor Well, league. hold on. All it takes is that one guy. It doesn't and matter if thing, it's... And there was another season. No hold one up. ratted. But hold it, up. it doesn't matter if it's two or three or four uh, players. It was that one person. But it wasn't. So, I know Mike Fires is the first guy that spoke. Well, there's a reason everybody in baseball knew what was going on. And Mike Fires certainly isn't the first and only guy and to... And pour more gasoline on the fire. I mean... People knew word spread. I mean, we we know we know that in this World Series, Alex Cora called Dave Roberts or David Martinez or David Martinez rather. I mean, are you guys kidding me? The the cheating is so blatant. And it's so widespread. Yankees complained about it in 2017, if you remember. And in 2018, they too. complained about it. And they complained after Game One this year in Houston. Yep. It's amazing because when they played at Yankee Stadium, they got crushed in three games, and then when they were home, they well, won. The, the worst part was baseball denied it. Yes. Well, they denied they it. Dismissed, they denying it. They dismissed the Yankees' claims about the whistling after game one. Yep. But yet they've known since 2017 that teams have been accusing Houston yep. of yep. cheating. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the league knew and took precautions to try to prevent it. Everybody was talking about it. Eventually, my friends, somebody else, if not Mike Fires, was going to spill the beans. That's what I'm saying. When you I, have a secret that's with why like I wouldn't 95 put... people. Someone's if you don't think one person at some point is going to get and that's why, to and that's why I'm saying, wake up. And that's why I'm saying I wouldn't want to take or be part of that because I know eventually if I'm part of it, well, then I could be one of those players that get caught. And guess what? You could well, be a Jose Altuve. Wait, ask me what or, I would do, though. Yeah, I, I still want to know. Bring it. I did. What would you I'll do? tell you what I would if do. If it was reversal, and I'm like, hey, Joe, listen, I can. I'd go Tony Kemp right off the bat. I'd be like, listen, Thank I've you. been swinging a hot so bat down to the minor you. leagues. You're starting to come to, like, you're coming on my side. But, good but side. Joe. But. Oh, no, Joe. The first time he's no, in. No, no, there's Hold no. Hold on. Six weeks in, I was hitting 314. There's no. Four or five homers. People were excited about me. The last two weeks, you I'm sucked. hitting 185. You sucked. 
And now I'm like, hey, uh, Teddy, what were you saying about those uh, garbage cans? How does that? No, there's uh, no. There's no. It's a bumpity bump on a. That's what. There's no fifty. I would. No, I would because I'll tell you what. I like Tony Kemp. I'm. I'm like, you know what? You're my teammates. You're my brothers. If you guys want to cheat, be my guest. Ooh, but all right, I love you anyway. Okay. I, just I love think, you anyway. I just think it speaks volumes. And I see it working for everybody, but I'm doing my thing. Yep. And then all of a sudden, here's 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 the here's the here's the angle I'm going to bring to you. This is that Andy Pettit mind frame with the HGH, right? I come up, I'm hot. I'm helping this team win games. Next thing you know, I'm not. I'm 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 sucking. I'm making errors. I'm striking out. It's bad. There's- Chance I go to the and I see you're you're hitting 440 this month, and you can't miss a fastball. And I'm like, man, what's he doing? Not only am I, you're right, Ted. The idea that man, I'm a free agent after this season. I'm gonna like a three year, 45 million. I'm set for life. Why wouldn't I do it? They're doing it. I can justify it because they're doing it and it works. And I'll be helping the team. I'm a team guy. It's a if I snitch, I'm a team guy too. But if I'm I snitch, I'm the worst person in the world. But if I cheat with my teammates and I keep their secret, I'm a good person. Trevor, is that the argument you're making? Because I don't like it. I'm a team guy, but I'm I don't not, like I'm it. Not, I'm not gonna. I wouldn't write either. Does that make me a bad person when I could when I bash the Astros though? Does yeah. that make me? A- I might have ratted right when I they brought it to me. I'd have been like, "If you guys don't stop this, I'm going public tomorrow." See, so how do you feel then? Then after talking all about this for the past couple months, I mean, then do you think it's kind of like I, I don't back, like? Do you go back I on your word? I don't like cheating. But do you go back on your word then of like how you feel about this whole situation? If you would have done it, and. How do you? Like, I'm a hypocrite. Yeah, we're all hypocrites. Yeah, not I, me. Again, if if you were holding, I said I said I would have took steroids. Dude, you got a three-year, forty-five million-dollar deal sitting here for me, and I'm making five eighty. Because at the end of the day, other man, than, I'll take a one year for ten million. I don't. You're give not a gonna crap. get that. You're gonna end up in the minor leagues just like everyone else. What if I finish? If I started off so hot in the beginning of the Doesn't year, matter. but I falter, probably. Like, but I'm not pitching against the Astros. <laughs> Yeah, be a I, short a short visit to the bigs. You, at the end of the day, you got to look out for yourself, Speaking too. Speaking of pitching against the Astros, and one of his best pitching outings was Luis Severino against those Houston Astros, where I just saw a couple highlights. Uh, I think it was on Twitter or Facebook, and they were showing of his game against those Houston Astros, and it was lights out. Yeah. And that's what we've been missing from Luis Severino the past couple years. And now the big news is – as Luis Severino's going back to New York for some tests now in some forearm stiffness. And as we know, we just talked about Paxton a week ago being out three to four months. Now our number two is going to be out, and I don't know how long this is actually going to be. I don't. When you hear stiffness and stuff like that, this is, it, I feel like, oh, boy, here we go. And what just happened last year, losing the 30-plus players on our team, we already got two players that are going to be out. And now we have also a report that Aaron Judge has been dealing with an injury too and never gotten taken care of. So you look at all this. Is this really going to happen again? Is this deja vu for the New York Yankees? And what do? Uh, and now for ev- another thing, for everybody who wanted to complain about that big three hundred and twenty-four million dollar contract of Garrett Cole, and like I said when it first happened, when you're willing to, that you need to go get somebody and you're willing to go that extra mile. To want that, you have to. You have to outbid, and you have to go that extra mile to do to be where you want to be. And the New York Yankees have been missing 
out on the World Series the past couple years. Right there, but have been missing. So what do they do? They go out and get the big alpha. They go get the dominant righty, Garrett Cole. Now you look back on it a couple months later, maybe that signing, I mean, think about it. We don't get Garrett Cole right now. Realistically, Masahiro Tanaka is pitching day one against the Baltimore Orioles. It's not, a, it's not the worst thing. It's, I'm not saying, I'm I know, not I, saying that. Bring your argument but, up to what we talked about But to what I was car. also saying, Masahiro Tanaka, in his current state right now, is probably a number three. And I said it, it's like, and other teams, and I talk about certain tiers, because the Yankees are at the top. They're not in the middle, and you're like, oh, what about the other teams? You'd be No, I'm not talking about the Pirates or the Padres, because they're down here and the Yankees up here. Compared to the Dodgers, compared to the Astros, compared to... The Nationals, I'll go that. Yeah. If Tanaka was on those teams, he'd be a number three, realistically. But he would be our number one. So for everybody that was whining about that big contract, Garrett Cole, I'm glad we have Garrett Cole. Because right now, who would be our number one if we didn't have Garrett Cole? Knowing that we the have same Pax- guy we had last, well, Paxton being out. And also, you said it, Ted, the, not, the non-trade of J.A. Happ comes into play as well now. You, uh, when they signed Cole, expressed that uh, you didn't feel good about Severino as a co-ace, and you were right. Uh, that four-year, $40 million doesn't It doesn't look like bad, bad now. It, well, sure. I mean, I mean money-wise. At least it's well, not four years, $100 million. Well, that's what, and that, Because that'd be crippling. And that's but what I'm saying, really. Fair I enough. love him. I want him to I know, be back and, to and, that, and, and that number right. one, Joe. It's but called I, loose bodies. He had loose bodies. Stiffness is for him. He's going back to New York to talk to Dr. Ahmad. He's gonna. They're gonna run a full. I was just reading Jack Curry's Twitter page. It seems to be the same issue that he suffered from Barry last Chess. year. It sounds it like it started in, in the, the ALCS. Forearm. He was and they're trying so well. And it only occurs never. when he's throwing his changeup. I'm just reading off the Twitter from Jack Curry. Everything is. I'm giving him credit for. Stop throwing the. He'll go to New York on Monday. He'll stay for three days to undergo battery of tests. Dr. Chris Ahmad examined Severino today, but Severino didn't undergo any tests new in Tampa. Um, And Boone came out and said they're just trying to get their hands around it ahead of time. They're trying to figure out. He'll even be ready. As as a Yankee fan and a team team that's on the cusp of of, we're thinking we're going to win a World Series now with Garrett Cole to see their two top other aces go down. I don't look at it that way. I look at this. Take out Cole for a second and just use Judge and Severino, right? We've talked about this for the last three years since we've done this podcast about the Yankees and about the young guns, and we don't need to overpay for certain people because these young kids are going to be, be the, future. the guys that you want yep. to go get, right? Yep. Aaron Boone has – I mean, oh, my God. Aaron Judge has not played – Glad he didn't say JoJo. <laughs> has not played – a full season. His best season was his rookie year. He played 155 games. Okay, the last his two best seasons, season was his the MVP okay, season. So that he's he got missed yeah. stripped of. So, so he's oh, missed time. Sorry, by, last, by Jose Altuve. He's missed multiple t- games the last two seasons. Yeah. That's definitely worrisome for an older player that's looking to get paid and is going to want to get paid and has great potential. All right, that's got to be a little worrisome both as not Yankee fans but as management of the Yankees. Awesome. Take Garrett Cole away. This Severino guy that Joe and Wes we have talked about is a is a spectacular kid. He can be a number one ace, a star. I mean, he was it. our number but one. But what worrisome is he's having elbow problems last year and this year. And if we don't jump ahead of this, he's going to be a wasted product, and we're going to miss out on wasted opportunity and talent that this kid has. And these are two young guys that you think, listen, 
we're going to push forward. Now, Garrett Cole is the ace in the hole. Okay, we know that. That's why we paid three hundred and million dollars for him. But having Severino, who's younger than twenty-five, having Stan, who's I'm a judge as a young gun, right? Mm -hmm. This is another thing. We'll get to Sanchez. He has no injury concerns, but these are three Jeff guys. He's going to be thirties soon, right? Not yeah, he's going to be. Yeah, he's going to be. He's going to be thirty. But these soon. are three young That's guys. Not young. I know, but these That's are not young. Well, he anymore. came up late, but these are three young guys that you are looking to be your cornerstone guys for the future of the next five to ten years for the Yankees. You were hoping they were going to be the Jeter, Posada, and you know, and Pettit or whatever of the future. Yeah, but yeah. I got you. With all these injury concerns, and I know it's still early, and we don't really know if it's a big deal, and we might be bold. I don't think it's, it's just worrisome I, because when we talked about this last year, every week it was who's next is going to be on the DL. It wasn't who? Yeah, but listen, step up. The, these guys have been. These guys have been. I mean, 2017, 2018, 2019. They've been hurt every year. It's got to yeah, be. A, it's got to be. They survive it. They survive it. They roll with the punches. Joe, what's They're, your What's your best attribute as a player? Availability. If you're Absolutely. not if you're not available, you're no good to the team. And eventually, if Aaron Judge misses multiple has multiple DL, DL stints this year, or now it's an IL. Sorry, let me be PC. Okay. <laughs> Do the Yankees are the Yankees really going to pay Aaron Judge that type of yes. money that he? Yes, they are. I'll tell you why. Tell me. Um, anybody who wants to talk about the twelve games, nine games, how many games Stanton played last year? 15 games, whatever it was. I, it probably less like than 20. 10, I, it, was, uh, yeah, it was like less than 20 games. You know, and they paid him a ton of money to do that. And this is a whole new season. And I, there could there be an IL stint this year for Stanton and for Judge? Probably. But that wasn't the contract the Yankees gave Are him. they still going to put up pretty big numbers? You hope. Yes. They're definitely, why wouldn't they? No reason to think no, either one of those guys. I'm just saying health-wise. Uh, that's fine. Okay. You're, you're. I'm saying give them both an injury stint or two. Uh, you know, a, a 15 game or once or twice during the year. They should still should put up. So well, I mean, what did, how many home runs did Judge hit last year? 26. And he, how many games did he miss? Probably half the season. Let's just let's be roughly. Roughly yeah, half the season. So he plays the other half. He hits another 26. Yeah. He's somewhere between 45 and 55 home runs. That's where you want him. Right. I mean, again, I, I you know, I I think those guys are going to be it's fine. Just, it just hurts I think me when, personally. When you've got a guy like a Stanton or a Judge, you, you know, even in a down year for Judge, it would be a good year for anybody else. Probably 35, 280 with 85, 85 RBIs would be a bad year for him. Let's say Giancarlo Stanton gets into 144 games this year. Let's say he stays mostly healthy, plays 144 games. That's a beautiful thing. Tell me that guy's not hitting 35, 40 home runs. Yeah, 38 is first year with the Yankees. I mean, right? I mean, even if, and he had a bad year. We even bashed him too. if he his batting average is 232 for the year. So he's still bashing 35, 40 so, homers. So since Judge big year in, in 17, he's had 27 home runs both years. And that's for 112 games in 2018 and 102 last year. It, 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 I'll tell you, there was a couple twice where he got in late into games uh, last year because Gardner got thrown out. Uh, where I'm not even sure if he got an at bat. So say a hundred games, and that's a, and that's what I'm saying. You see these Yankees right now; they play tomorrow. The first game's tomorrow, but you're already dealing with three of your best players on your team are dealing with some sort of injury. I think if you learned one thing about the Yankees over the last couple of years and last year clearly highlighted it was the depth, the depth that they have in this farm system was its best friend. And over those yeah. three years that only once 
Did Chance Adams ever get a shot to pitch in a major they league baseball game? They still have great depth. I just worry because— They do, because and it's a good the- thing because I'll tell you why. Tell me. You're going to go into the season now with Cole and Tanaka, and Hap is your top three, probably Jordan Montgomery in the four. You'll probably be able to get by with Chad Green Garcia opening. Garcia may be coming up in sooner your than fit. later. I, think, I don't think they'll rush him. I, I don't think there's any reason. I mean, I think unless Garcia goes to the minors and it's absolutely lights out, there's no way you but even see him. But they'll do it like they did with Gleber. They'll hold him down for the first month because it probably has to do with the contract. You don't even need Debbie Garcia. You got Loisica. You got Green. I mean, you've well, got enough. Well, they just picked up Chad Bettis. Sessa, Bettis. There's guys. They're going to be fine with the days off over the first month of the season. You don't even need the five spot again. You, you've you got the advantage. If if anybody else needs to miss a start of Chad Green. Plus, you got a deep bullpen. You've got a, an amazing bullpen and an offense that just doesn't quit. So... Look, you're, you're going to get Paxton back in June. You're going to get Hicks back in June. Don't forget about Andujar. You know, he's already playing well. I just read the Jack Curry. He's doing really well. For an offense that's already one of the top in the game, you're adding. Oh, more. yeah. I mean, you're just bringing back there, more pieces. There's, there's a lot to be optimistic but about. Just, I think they're going to get over some injuries. Look, it, it's it, just it, frustrating to see. Yes. To start the season off kind of like last listen, year. If in a week from now you're telling me Seve's out for the year— Packs it more out, you know, maybe more more like four months than three months. Well, now let's okay. Let's start looking at our um, um options. our options yeah, yep. and uh, what might be out there. I would say this too about Debbie Garcia and any minor league prospect. This is specific for Yankee fans because I don't care about anybody else. Truly, I don't. Um, <laughs> don't overvalue <laughs> these prospects. When you see all of the garbage the Yankees have traded in the line of way of prospects to get some of the guys that they've gotten. Uh, you have to ask yourself, what are the odds? Take a proven commodity over someone that you don't know. That guy at double A looks great. He's a little smallish. They say, well, I'm, I'm done. It's all I needed to hear. Move it for a guy that's big. I don't know. Or move it for a guy just, that's already been in the league for five years and you know he can pitch at this level. I think when you have a couple of good prospects that you can move to fill an actual need and it's not a guy, you know, you know, it, it's going into free agency, I think you make that move every time. I've always loved the Sonny Gray trade the day it was made. Everything that happened after that sucked. But the day they made the trade, it made sense because Sonny was under contract. At a reasonable price, and it was like, well, we came around. We could probably extend them out if we if this goes well. It obviously didn't, but those are the kinds of trades you made, and they got garbage back in return for it. So, all, you know, this like, you can't move Rutherford. He's great. No, he's not. You can't move Brendan Drury. He's going to be – no, he's not. Billy McKinnon, no. And they, they had <laughs> Andrew Brackman, no. I can do all. I can go all day with this game, but I'll stop for no. now. Yeah. No. Uh, if anybody wants to play it, I'll do it offline later. <laughs> um, but I'm saying, don't get all. Don't they're get wasting. Your hopes up. Don't you're get wasting your, yeah. Clint Frazier still. I I don't see a spot for him. I don't know why they haven't moved him. Obviously glad they didn't package him up in some sort of deal with Jay Happ. But assume they did, they probably would have brought a young controllable pitcher back. But yeah. I think. See, I think they use Frazier, and I want to end on this. I think they use Frazier just like you talk about things. Depth, Joe. You you know Stan and Judge are probably well, going we on the IL. So we so we'll have, need a left fielder and, and you, at some and you point this Clint, season. Who the you hell can you Clint Frazier off look, their Ted, bench? Ted, you still have Maben. You still have Talkman. You still have Maben's others. not locked in. No, he's not. No, he's just out there. Uh-huh. I don't know what's going on with Maben. I don't think he's. I thought he was a part of the. I don't still, think so. I thought he was. Well, they still got Talkman. 
who was one of their better players. Yeah, Talkman. Everyone knew about Talkman last year. Oh, what is this guy? Joseph, as always. Talkman, MVP. Yeah. Oh, we'll be doing those soon. We got to be doing a baseball preview soon. It's coming. I can't wait. Yankee fans, thank you for tuning in. Yeah, thank you as always. And like I said, baseball. Who knows what it's going to be like this year? All I know is it's going to have – the eyes are going to be watching in baseball. Can I say one more thing? Uh, Absolutely. Um, Your girlfriend just asked what happened with the beard. Uh, you don't have to explain it. I just wanted to point it out in case anybody. I just, see I just stripped it. it down. Just want a new look. It's a new look. I wanted to. Don't worry. Ted will look the same tomorrow too. It's I'll, okay. Actually, I'll be more clean shaved tomorrow. Yeah, you, you and will. And Cameron's not on the roster. BT Dubs. No, he is Damn. a free agent. I don't I'm believe like, he's signed like, anywhere I don't know yet. Why they but I, see, the Yankees don't need to sign him because no one's going to pick him up right now. They're going to see where, where the depth. Houston's going to bring him back. <laughs> look, guys are dropping like flies. I mean, in a week, you might be begging the guy. You might offer him a two-year deal at this point. Who knows? <laughs> You never know. Never Cameron, know. we need a leadoff hitter and a left fielder. You no, got we'll, the gig. We'll have Gardner again. Hope, well, we'll, again. Hopefully not. How about that story? His girlfriend there, the obsessed fan, the yeah, lunatic. Yeah, you, you know what? You know what's also funny? This guys can't catch a break. You know, you know who we have not mentioned? And I'll sorry to bring this up. I know Trevor wants to end it. Domingo Herman's gonna be eventually coming back too. Right. In June, yeah. same time as when six. Pa- yeah, Paxton. same time as Paxton. Yep. It, it's it's again. It's gonna be like, it's like, like a last big year, deadline deal. It's kind of like last year, what you said, like getting Batances back. You thought, and then Severino, Sevi as well. So it did help when they got to the postseason, though. Well, I mean, not, not, not with it hurt not having Batances. I'm telling it you, it helped that one inning. But with Batances. Was like, that was a killer, not having Batances. Well, now the Mets get them, and good good, luck. guess what? The Mets are going to the World Series now. Good luck, Mets fans. It's like Jet fans. They're so delusional. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the Joseph Aguirre. As always, Joe, thank you for joining us. My do you pleasure. have a, a quick? Do you have a? Do you watch boxing quick? Yo, yeah. Who you? Who do you got? Oh, uh, I got uh, Deontay Wilder. I think he's gonna knock him out. I got him is somewhere six, seven, or eighth round. I think he's gonna put Fury to sleep. Okay, sounds good. It's gonna be a great fight. I'm I excited for it. Are you watching it? Of course I am. And if Fury, I mean, I would be all right if Fury wins. I just don't. I don't see it. I can't wait for it either. Ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. When we come back, we're talking about the NFL and the CBA. Players are not happy about it. Also, New York Giants, O-line or is it the defense? What are they doing at four? And then really, do the Patriots have a backup plan if Brady leaves? And was the Saints signing Drew Brees the best thing for them as well? We'll talk about that all. Keys to the city. We'll be right back. You're listening to Keys to the City. Brought to you by All Noise Radio. Here's your host, Trevor and Ted. Gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to City. Thank you, Joseph Aguirre, for to- joining us and talking some baseball again. Cheating scandal as well. And join us next week. We're going to be talking. The baseball season is right around the corner. We're going to be talking baseball preview. New York Yankees, obviously. Will they finally get into a World Series? And what's going to happen with those Houston Astros? We'll talk about that all in the next coming weeks as well. But like I said, the NFL. The big news in the NFL world. Man, these players, they, they, they just can't catch a break. And with this whole new CBA agreement, 
The owners love it. Of course they're going to love it because it's in favor of them. And once again, the players get lowballed. And my biggest thing about this whole about this whole agreement, proposed agreement, is why the hell NFL players or players in contact sport in general don't get lifetime insurance, health insurance. I mean, we've seen previous years players that have been affected by CTE, players that have gone that have left this world due to injuries from the NFL. And these players only get 10 years of health insurance by the NFL. Why are they not getting lifetime insurance? If there's players like a Tom Brady or a Drew Brees, guys that have been playing in this league for 15 plus years, why do they, or even players that did 10 years plus, why are they not getting lifetime health insurance? What kind of message is that sending? That's one of my biggest disagreements with this. And, and it's the continued disrespect of the players, of what they've gotten. Now, I know J.J. Watt, who's, who's made of money, came out on Twitter last night and said a hard no, plain and simple. But left tackle of the Green Bay Packers, David Bacchiara, said it best. So a 48, 48.5% split, roughly, between 1,700 players, 50, 52.51.5% split among 31 owners. Yet, this is the equation is supposed to make sense. Emoji. Not to mention the 0.5% only happens if we agree to an extra game a season. This was on his Twitter. Hashtag know your worth. So you're starting to see more and more players, kind of like the MLB and the whole cheating scandal, coming out and voicing their disagreement. And that's why I think this whole situation and this proposed agreement, yes, the owners are obviously going to go right to the drawing board and, and sign that. Go right to that pen, that pen and paper, sign as fast as they can, because it helps them. It benefits them. But the players, as they should, should hold off and fight this. Now, I know that, the, that they have to get this signed by next year or it will be a lockout coming in the NFL. But this is every time an agreement comes out, it benefits the owners. It doesn't benefit the players. The, the ones that yeah, are because they're, they're thinking financially. They're the, I know no, it wasn't unanimous. Now, I know it wasn't. Now, yes, I, it was not now, unanimous. I got a bunch of this stuff right here. Let me just reiterate it for some people who don't know. The elimination of any game suspension strictly for positive marijuana tests is in this CBA. A reduction in the number of players subject to testing for marijuana, which we have both agreed upon. They should allow it because I'd rather see a guy smoking marijuana for, 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 no, but it, it for, thing, for then giving them guys shots and drugs and all these it helps pills. it helps them it's a healthier solution than drugging these guys up with shots and pills all the time okay we've seen what the damage can do okay we got an opioid crisis in the state of connecticut and we just want to we just want to keep popping pills to help these guys out deal with painkillers that's not the right way to do it there's other ways of going about it there's herbals there's herbal ways. There's a bunch of other stuff for health treatment. Here's another thing. Gambling definition. That ensures players receive a portion of the gambling revenue brought in by the league. Alterations to training camp, including an introduction to a five-day acclimation period, a limit of 16 days in pads, and a limit of four joint practices in a three-preseason scenario. Also, 
game day proposals rosters were increased from 46 to 48, and the overall rosters will go from 53 to 55. Why not make all 55 guys active for the game day? Why the hell do you got to eliminate the seven guys? You have max. It's not going to kill no one to have the 55 guys on the roster. I just don't understand that, but it's got to be something with money and not having to pay the guy a full my, game check. My, the other thing is... Teams would also bring back three players from the injured reserve each season. Practice squads would grow from 10 players to 12 in 2020 and 14 in 2022. And the other thing that we've talked about, they're going to increase the regular season to 17 games, and they're going to increase one team extra in the postseason and that's from a, 6 to 7 and that's from a 12 to 14. And that's a couple things that I also want to discuss is the 17, I know game, that's a lot. The, the 17 games schedule, then get rid of preseason. No, you can't get rid of preseason because you need practice. Cut, cut training they camp. They did. Have training camp. And I liked what Colin Coward as well said about this. They get rid of preseason. Have training camp. They got to make revenue. I know it's all about the money. But if you're going to... You have, also got to get guys to play. This is we played high school football at least in college. Ted, this is... Jeff, you got to get... All, yeah, but you need but scrimmages ulti- to get but working. But ultimately, this all benefits the owners. So, That's it. So, but it pre-season, doesn't, preseason doesn't help a rookie... It doesn't help a rookie quarterback to get real game snaps. So when he walks in game one, when Daniel cut Jones— down, Cut down the preseason. He did the three. I would go to two. You know, Three is fine. I would go to two. the veterans are not going to play. I in. would go to two. They, listen, with all the training camp— Trev, do you realize that NFL, the first four weeks of the season— st- I don't want to use. I want to use the right word. It's not. It's, if the play is poor during the first four weeks because it takes time for these teams to gel because they don't play in the preseason. They don't practice enough. The play on the field sloppy. suffers it's and it's sloppy. If you cut down to two games, the play is only going to la- slack that much. I more. just think with the with the whole thing that they're trying you, to protect teams sa- don't really gel until the October. whole thing that they want to protect safety and stuff like that. But add another game is just. You want to do just, safety? They take just, some of the XFL it just, rules. It just goes back on like everything you try that you're trying to implement into this game, like with the whole the whole concussion, CTE, and all that. You're trying to change the game. I get that, but then you add stuff like that. Seventeen games, and then the other thing that I'm just really against is the seventeen playoffs. And me and you had an argument with it yesterday at Graham's house. We had an argument about it, and because I'm not for it. The extra team in the it's, playoffs. It's one, the NFL playoffs. It's still we always talk about in sports. Yeah, but it's fourteen, no, hold on, hold on. 14 hold teams on. out of thirty-two, hold, hold so it's on. not fifty percent. Just listen to me for one sec. We always talk about how team like the MLB and the NBA has made changes to their game, the All Star game, the league in general. The MLB to has better. changed to ch- to better the game. The one sport that doesn't need to change anything. Is the NFL, the NFL playoffs, the way it is, is excellent. It's the best. Why are you adding another team to the playoffs? You, you let's just add the twenty teams to the playoffs. No, that's not true. Let, don't say don't, you can't make that argument at twenty because first of all, basketball and baseball, basketball is sixteen teams out of thirty teams, so more than fifty percent of the basketball league makes the thing, and no one says anything but Ted, about the best. But Ted, okay, Ted, I'm gonna make you Ted. Uh, hold on. But that's my thing. The NBA, it, the NBA needs changes. The NBA has been trying to okay, make changes okay. with the whole, yes. with the whole playoff thing. They're trying to make the whole bracket. They're trying to change it because it's not working. It's better for the, the NFL because Week 17 games become more magnifying. Doesn't need to. Yes, Damian Woody said it best. The NFL doesn't need okay, to change something here, okay. that's been working. So you're the Baltimore Ravens. You're Week 17. You have to make that choice. Are you going to sit Lamar Jackson 
and hope your team wins, or do you play him to guarantee you're going to get the number one seed in the playoffs because now the number one seed is the only team that gets a bye, and that's significant. Okay, it makes that last week of the season. Think about it. How many games this week? Week seven? Hold on. Week 17 of the season, how many teams – Actually had meaningful games. We went through the roster. There was nothing. There yeah. were three games, Trev. Probably a couple, yeah. But Other now, than like two games, yeah. Now, the game's even more magnified in week 17 because that's what you got to think about. They're trying to maximize their profit. Now, we're still going to watch football week 17. But now, if you know your team is eight and, eight and seven, right? And based on what it's currently constructed, if you're playing a team week 17, and even if you win, you don't make the playoffs and you finish 9-7, and then it's going to mean crap, all right, then you, you're the importance of the game and the eyes on the game are going to – the viewership is going to go down. But if you know that if you have win the game and Trev's team loses and they finish 9-7, you finish 9-7, and, and you could be that 17, that's going to bring viewers up. you got to think about it that way. It's going to make I, the game more intriguing. I, it's because you're going to get the extra team. You, the one seed is going to be that much more important. You got to make a decision. You and me are both 13, uh, 12 and three, right? We're both the number one and two seeds, so we're pretty much guaranteed the one and two seeds if we lose or win. But now, what if week seventeen? Now we have to fight for for the number one seed. Winner. Ted, I, I understand. Ted, that's I, I why. Under, that's I, where I'm saying it's positive for the NFL, and I think like I understand all of what you're and saying. And there's I do. And then since this new thing is, if you look at the last eight seasons, no team with less than a nine and seven record would have ever made the playoffs. No, t- and the last team that had a record that was under 500 was the 2010 Seattle Seahawks team. They were seven and nine. That was the last team that would have made the playoffs. Other than that, no. Do you know how many teams? The last team to make the playoffs would- that would have been under 500 in this current format was the Seattle. Do you know Carolina Major- Panthers? Do you know there were six teams that would have been 10 and six that would still would not have made the playoffs under this current construction that a seven team. Do you know how many teams that were nine and seven that still would have not made the playoffs? So it's not like you're just letting I, in I, half-assed Ted, teams. Ted, I get. I get get all of that it makes the game I, more intriguing I, I get that my point that I'm trying to say is you don't need to change something that has been around the global country I just wouldn't, the country with regards like around the, the country team. I just don't like the extra game with regards to the country it's it's the most for sports fans it's probably the most popular are you okay sport. with the extra regular season game me week yes. 17 no 18 now because you think it's 18 17 games 18 no. See, I'd rather see an extra buy. No, I'd rather because, see a team no, yeah, get the extra buy. Give them an extra buy or take away or do something with the preseason then. Do something with the preseason and if you're going to make it that. Because you have said for years now and you have made the – you've changed the games. You've changed the rules. Flags are thrown because of different – because of calls now that are in the rule book now. But yet you want to have – and I've been saying this for years. You want to have 18, 17 games. You're going against everything that you're trying to change with this game, man. For safety-wise. For, sa- for safety purposes, specifically. You're changing everything that they you've don't been care. saying. The owners don't care about safety. I know. I that's get why that. Your first, billion that's why dollar- your first argument should be, if you want 17 or 18 games, I want minimum lifetime. No. Five, ten, five, five years. You, you have get- to have five years invested. Do you know... And I realized this, and I saw this from Joy Taylor, and I'm going to give her credit on Fox Sports 1, the Colin Collard show, okay? Do you know any Major League Baseball player that gets a minimal of one at-bat in the Major League gets lifetime insurance, health care insurance? All know. he needs is one bat to be credited for, and he gets lifetime insurance. It's, it's, B- I didn't know it's that. BS that I was the, surprised it's BS that. that the players 
that's why I say they don't want to pay once for a, it. Once again, the owners win and the players lose in this. And here's the thing: if the owner, if the players don't want to agree to it, the owners are going to say, "Good, we still have a billion because dollars, the, and you need because you exactly need us. the message that it sends is that we're getting the money, you have to play, and we're going to take all the money. We're getting majority. We're fine. We'll get the extra game. Oh, what does that do? Means another home game. Means more fans. Means more money coming to the, in their pockets. They don't care. That's why this is going to prolong because of the factor that the players are not going to agree to these rules unless they start getting more power. And you've seen in the sports world that the NBA, the NBA does a great job of marketing their players and giving them more power. I get that. That's good. That's good. I, I, I approve of that. Baseball, like you just said, they get lifetime health insurance. The NFL kind of gets like dirt. Compared to, the what most the, dangerous co- compared to what compared to what compared to what those other major professional sports. Now I'm not a, a fully aware of what hockey is, but football, compared to baseball and basketball, they get dirt compared to what those guys are. And those are the guys. These guys go out well, for the 60. players have a chance today to rat. To and rat. I and that's why I say this is going to prolong because the players are not. And I know. Majority of these players, there will be players that will agree, well, but majority of it will say a no. Now, we listened to the take on first take this, uh, excuse me, not first take, get up this morning on ESPN. All right. We saw Marcus Spears and Desmond Howard talk about this. And they said, when J.J. Watt comes out and says, hey, listen, uh, that's a hard no for me. It's hard to say that and speak from that when you are, what, yeah, like I already you said. are making the money that J.J. Watt yeah, is. Exactly. you got to think about the player who's, the 53-man guy on the roster, yeah. the guy who's making the minimum, the team salary, is he going to say no because the way he looks as, okay, the, ro- the percentage that players are going to get to go up 1.5% from 47 to 48.5%, which means in terms of money and dollars, which that's all people care about, and that's how you got to talk about it, it's $5 billion difference. So how does that $5 billion difference help the 1,700 players that are currently in the NFL? How does that help? And what type of more revenue and share is that going? I, I still think I would try to get up to 49 and a half. Get the extra percent. Another 1%. Now you say, Ted, that's only another. If 1.5% is $5 billion, what's another 1%? It's got to be up to $10 billion. Now, at least at least you could be compensated that way. That I think I, the, that's... And, and here's the other thing. The CBA is also, if they ratify it and – it would be currently used in this year's season, 2020. Mm-hmm. Also, it's a 10-year agreement. This is a big agreement. This is a huge thing. Yes. Because we, earlier in the season, we were talking about maybe there could be an NFL strike. I still don't think that'll happen. No way the NFL allows that to happen. No. <coughs> Excuse me. But it's going to be very interesting to see how the players come out. If they cancel this, I want, I still want to know what the no is and how they want. It's got to gotta be because it's got to be it, the, the what they're getting. It's got to be more than money, though. It has to be more than money. There's I think you have to. I think the players have to go. I can't believe hard, that hasn't been talked about. Hard though. go all in on the lifetime health insurance. You've seen. I've seen a lot of people talk about it. lifetime insurance. That's one of the main things that the players should go or after. At least this. twenty or thirty is something that's mean. It's BS. It's BS that what the players they're what they get. With regards to health insurance, knowing that they've had players, former players, being diagnosed with CTE and former players eventually, suicide. eventually losing their lives because of this. So the NFL has to do better. Support your players. Help your players out. Damn. They're the ones that go out each and every day and give you your best product. It's not those billion-dollar owners. I'm sick of it.
But no respect. I, there's no respect. It's like the movie Easy Bunny with Roger Dangerfield. There, there, there's there's no, no respect. There's no respect. That wasn't. That's one of his thing that he says always in the. I, uh, lo- I, I Rodney Dangerfield. I, one of the best. Did I say Roger Dangerfield. What's yeah, wrong? you probably. What's wrong with me? Yeah, I tell you my G's, my D's. I you want to talk? You want? You want to talk about Joe Judge? Uh, Aaron I, I Judge. Talk, you want to talk about Aaron Judge again? Joe Judge, Aaron Judge. About, Aaron? We're not going to talk about the Giants. Well, speaking of something that's been talked about, is the New York Giants again? And we were talking on the way up here, and what are the New York Giants going to do? Because there's two major holes that the Giants need. And you've said it. And we were talking about it. The, the reason why the Giants are in this predicament is because they've been bad. And I said, this is, a ma- this is what I said that made you say, oh, every draft. This is a major draft for the Giants. And you said, well, every draft is. You said that last year to me. The reason, and then I came because back you and said, said they got and, hit on their and, quarterback. and the reason why I said it is because the reason why the Giants, this is a big draft, is because once again... And four of the last five years, the New York Giants have been in the top 10 in the draft. Three of them will be in the top six. So the Giants, they didn't hit on Eli Apple when they took him in the four years ago in the top 10. Then they had the, the playoff game. Two years ago, they took Barkley. Now they took Daniel Jones. Those have been so far good picks. This year is another big pick that they need. And everybody says, oh, well, every year is a big draft. I get that. But when you're in the 20s and 30s, it's important because you add to your depth. You add to the talent that you have on your team. But when you're in the position that the Giants have been in, when you're like the Cleveland Browns, when you're like the Jacksonville Jaguars, when you're the Detroit Lions, Miami Dolphins, teams that have been bad, the New York Jets, and you're in the top 10 for the past three or four couple years, even the San Francisco 49ers up until this year were a bad team. But they eventually drafted well, and all those players became stars and helped develop a culture into a winning culture and got to the position that they are. Well, they also the re- found the right coach. Exactly, right coach. Right which GM, I think, right coach. Which I think the Giants, TBD on Joe Judge. I like where it's going so far, though. But this is a huge draft because of the factor that the Giants are once again in the top five selecting. If they were in the top 20, this wouldn't be that big of a draft because being in the top 20 means you're a couple pieces away from competing to being a champion. When you're in the top five, you're one of the bad teams in the league. I'm sorry for all those fans that think the Giants are a couple pieces away from a championship. They may be, but it's stuck. Who's thinking that? Dumb Giant fans. We follow a lot of Giant pages. I I say that with with all due respect. No, we follow... There are people that think the Giants now, are closer than you think. Now Trust you, me. Now, when you look but at the well, Giants, that's why I'm there, saying- there's multiple holes, and the top four guys that we've talked about that are in the top of the draft, Jeffrey Okuda, the cornerback from Ohio State. Giants, we know we need secondary help. We know that. He's the top corner. He is the best corner coming out in this draft. We know that the young guys who performed last year did not perform at a high level. Now, we don't know if that was, has to do with schematics. We moved up in the draft to get to Baker, the kid. He had a awful season. He st- he actually ended well. He ended, but he started off we'll poorly. We also he started draft- off poorly. We also poorly. drafted kid Julian Love out of Notre Dame, and we had the kid Sam Beal a couple too. years ago. So we'll see how that all pans out. We know we haven't had a serious linebacker since um, Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce, thank you very much. We haven't any had serious pass rushers since talking and all those. Guys. And, and sorry. Yeah. 
And but JPP Olivia Vernon, we spent fifty-two and a half million dollars on a guaranteed contract, and he never did anything for us. Yeah. Okay, he never did anything what he was supposed to do. That's what when you paid for him, you wanted an impactful player, and he was. You pay the money that they paid. Okay. Yeah. So we need a pass rusher, and then. Uh, let's go back. That goes back all the way to Eric Flowers, okay? Because that's really where it starts from. We need a solid offensive lineman. We overpaid for no- Nate Solder the other couple years ago. How well has that panned out? Not too well. Not for the money we spent. He's mm. not awful, but he isn't great. He, he isn't great, what yeah. the money he's making is worth, okay? So there's a spot at number four that the Giants are at. They could draft one of the top tackles, which right now seems like the gentleman from Alabama. Jedrick Willis. There is an opportunity, depending on how the draft goes, they could get Chase Young. He could fall to them if what we've heard if Washington, Washington looks at a cornerback and Detroit takes two. If, if possible. But I don't think Chase Young will be there. I think the realistic thing is Isaiah Simmons. Yep. Derek Brown. Swiss, d- Jeffrey Okuda. I don't think Derek Brown. I'm just say- saying players defensively. and that. But like I said, and that's why I say this is a huge draft for the Giants because they're in the top five again. So you have to hit on this. And there are glaring holes for this team. This is a young team. This is a team that needs help on the offensive line. I get that. This is a team that needs desperate help on the defense. I and think the desperate help is more important on defense and, than it is on And we saw line. it last year. This is a young team. The young defense. Their defense was one of the worst in the league, if not the worst actual defense they were one of the they worst. They were in the 30s. Okay? They were in the they 30s. They were in the 30, 31, or 32 most, in every of the defensive with, categories. With most categories, yes. They were at the bottom. So for a team that, yes, offensive line is huge. You just drafted a, a hopefully franchise quarterback. We're hoping. We all think that Daniel Jones will be a franchise quarterback. And we have to have offensive line help. 100% agree. But which one is the more important? And this is where it hurts because, and a tough predicament for the Giants is because two of these things, this is what the Giants' backbone was. Great defense and running the football. Well, when you run the football, you have a good offensive line. So which side, but, do, you, but which if, side do you pick? Yeah, but because if you the also, Giants have always been predicated on But if you also on have pa- great pass rushers, that is true. you also help out your secondary because they don't have to cover as long And that's what I'm also saying. To. What are the, the Giants have always been predicated on pass rushing. Running the football and winning inside I mean, the trenches. I mean, we talk, so what did the Giants we do? We talked about in the Super Bowl, all right? We talked about the 49ers. Mm-hmm. They had an elite pass rush. Now, their secondary is good. They have an elite corner in Richard Sherman. And they had some other young players. It wasn't like their secondary was stellar, like the Seattle Legion yeah. of Boom, okay? Yeah. Not some of these other secondaries in the past that we've seen. The Chris Harris and Tlaib cornerbacks. Oh, yeah, Denver, yes. In Denver that were but shut But that was over. a complete de- – that was a whole defense from top to but, bottom. What made those guys so great, and the, the two teams that I just mentioned, is the pass rushing ability. You know, when the Giants were winning their Super Bowls, it wasn't like their secondary was that stellar. It wasn't like they were like, that's the number one cornerback. That's, that's a stellar But they safety. always had the but pass rush. But they had rush. the pass rushers to put constant pressure on the corner, and they didn't have to cover for five, six. I mean, I remember watching plays last year and going, all day. I mean, all, all day. day. And, and more day. than three and a half seconds in the NFL is an eternity. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about it. One, two, three. I mean, these guys can run 40 yards in four seconds. I mean, three, four and a half seconds, and then five, six, seven. So what? what is the – that's the thing is what do the Giants do? Is it defense or is get, it – I think you get the Swiss Army knife in Isaiah Simmons. Or is it, or is it helping the, the franchise quarterback? It's not the lineman. Unless, and that's why I always say the free agency period. This is a big free agency period for the Giants. What well, is, for a lot of teams. Be, 
Exactly. But we're Giant fans. So, all signs, we'll get a clearer view on things. I We would all agree, come to an agreement of what well, the, the Giants— Well, the combine starts in three days. Well, what the Giants do in free agency will be a telling sign moving into April and what the Giants will do with that fourth pick. And we still haven't even talked about— or the possibility of the Giants not actually being at four and trading back with one of those quarterback needy teams. So, I mean, there's a lot to talk about with this draft and how I said this is a massive draft for the Giants. Me, I love defense. I'm a defensive player. I want a defensive stud. I know everybody says, oh, Isaiah. I know he's listed as a safety, but the guy can do it all. The guy can play like a Tyron Matthew. The guy can be a Derwin James for you. I mean, when Derwin James was on the field, he's one of the best defenders in the game. Tyron Matthew, he did a pretty good job with the Kansas City Chiefs. But he's bigger. He's 6'4", 230. Yeah. He's the same size as He can Kiki. play linebacker. He can play. He can rush the passer. He can play slot corner. He can play safety. He can do multiple things that the Giants are looking for. And Joe Judge said this in his press conference. And one of the main words, versatility. Well, you have a guy that's very versatile in Isaiah Simmons staring you possibly in the face at number four. And I know Gettleman loves the big guys, and that's where this is going to have to work. And I also said Gettleman has to hit on this. You cannot have an Eric Flowers. You can't have an Eli Apple because if you do— well, Dave Gettleman, you will be like a Jerry Reese, and you will be out on your can next year. And you've already heard Mira say this could be if if the season goes bad again. Dave Gettleman will be out as GM as the Giants. This is a huge draft for Dave Gettleman, and not just for the Giants, for Dave Gettleman's future with the Giants. He has to hit on this. And I truly he hit on that- he hit on Saquon Barkley. He found his franchise quarterback in Daniel Jones. Now you have to hit on an impact player, whether that's offensive lineman or a defensive player. You cannot draft yes. on raw and we, potential because hey, raw and potential gets you yeah, fired. But hell with the raw potential. Remember when we were talking about the thing? What did you say? I don't trust SEC offensive linemen. I don't. I'm sorry. Now, I'm sorry I don't. Now here's, here's the They're other, great in college. Now here's the other point. You said to me, Ted, I'd rather see them take Jack Conklin and overpay for him in free agency and solidify the proven. offensive line, a guy that's been in the league, a proven commodity. Yep. You know he can play at a high level. Okay? I know he's not. Then I know he won't be cheap. Take offensive lineman at number four, not knowing if he's that guy. Okay, He might be a great college guy. We've seen a lot of great offensive linemen. Greg Robinson, perfect example, went number two. Oh, yeah. How's yeah. he doing? What's, what's not talking oh, how's he doing? Uh, I just, he might be going it. to jail for t- for 20 years. Okay, who cares? But Andre, uh, Smith, but just, Andre Smith is another guy. SEC lineman. Top six. He was a, he was a six DJ pick. Fluker was number DJ six. DJ Fluker. Was Chargers. Chance Warmack. Guys like you that. Know, these are all Alabama guys. guys. But uh, my point is, he, is he, that SEC lineman. Here's the thing. I'm sorry. It's really hard for an offensive lineman, unless you're a special guy. Unless you're, and I was thinking about this the other night while I was sleeping. Of course, this when my mind races, and I was trying to think about how many offensive linemen have come in the league early in the draft, like top ten, and made a significant difference. Like Joe like Thomas, an, like no, a Joe Thomas, like a Joe Thomas, like an Orlando Pace, Jonathan like, Ogden, like a Jonathan Ogden, like a um, Zach Martin. Like a Quentin Nelson. Somebody that, like, okay, this guy after week six, you're like, this guy. Not even is week legit. one, you're like, this guy's, yeah. This, this guy's guy, legit. Yeah. He's how, here to It say. doesn't happen that often. But how many more times have you seen a guy get drafted high that's a defensive player that can make an immediate impact, that can do multiple things? And for a defense that has been very bad and needs playmakers, 
Isaiah Simmons That's could why I be say, there. I think the safer pick might be the defensive player than the offensive guy. Well, Dave Gettleman, you have to hit and on I this don't because— trust, And here's the thing. I don't trust corners. I don't trust corners in the top 10. I don't Unless have the Twitter Unless it's Deion Sanders. But there was a guy that posted a Twitter, and he posted the last 10 years of the top 10 cornerbacks that have been selected. And I said, really? Who's really been that good other than Patrick Peterson and Jalen Ramsey in the last 10? Denzel Ward really hasn't lived up to the spot. He's been all right. I've been yeah. okay. He's been Morris right. Claiborne hasn't really lived up to the spot. And I don't have the list of cornerbacks in my I should have had him right there. Eli Apple's another top 10 cornerback. Not good. Does not live up to the hype. Okay? And that's how the NFL draft works. Half the NFL draft in the first round will not be good. And they'll be out of the league within three years. Like I said, we're going to be – the combine starting three this days. week. In, three days, in, bro. Can't wait. And this week it's starting officially. So draft time is officially underway. We're going to be discussing that for the next couple months. I can't wait. Draft time is always one of my favorite times of the year. Can't wait to see the playmakers. And I can't wait to see all the people drooling over the guys in just a T-shirt and shorts when they become amazing like usual. Because we judge based off of a guy with a t-shirt and shorts. And we looked at Tom Brady and it was like, that guy. And Brady dork. looks like he's 50 years old 20 years ago. He didn't look, Speaking, he didn't look 50. He looked like he was 100 years old. He looked he like. Looked, he was a young kid who just He looks flabby. younger now than no, he, he does he 20 years. He looks better. He's more chiseled. Than the he fuck. looks better and younger than he did 20. I can't say that about you, buddy. He looks like. <laughs> he, 20 years ago, he looked like he was 60 years old. Speaking of Tom Brady. Will the New England Patriots, do they have a backup plan if Brady leaves? And I also would, I want to compare this with Drew, put this into with the Drew Brees discussion too and how I said, does this hurt the New Orleans Saints? You could call me crazy that I just said that. But no, you, you asked it as a question. You didn't say it hurt. You didn't, no, you, you said to me the other day, Ted, you, uh, Trev, you said, Ted, I think Drew Brees returning to the Saints I hurt the future it does. of the Saints. It does because of the factor that, yes, Drew Brees is great. Don't get me wrong. Hall of Famer, he's unbelievable. But you have two other younger quarterbacks that you want to actually eventually develop, you hope, into maybe that franchise quarterback. But I'm also thinking of what about the, the great players that you have on your team? Marshawn Lattimore. Alvin Kamara, a, a few off the top Von, of my head. Von Bell. Von Bell. Ryan Ramchek. Just the list keeps going. <laughs> Sorry. Andres Pete. I mean, guys that have been great for them. But that's what happens and, when you do well in the and, draft. And, and also, my other point is, the Saints have reached their peak. The, the past, and you, and you looked at me like that, and you looked at me just the peak same way. The Super Bowl. But they've reached the peak of the sense that this team was supposed to be in the Super Bowl the past three years, and they haven't been able to. And has Drew Brees been the reason why they've heard that, that why they haven't? And you really saw it this year. Maybe not in the miracle game, okay? Because that's just one of the craziest plays you'll ever see in sports history. Maybe not the Rams game because that's one of the worst calls in sports history yeah, as but well. But this year specifically against the Vikings in that in that uh, wild card weekend or divisional round. No, it was Wild Card Weekend, actually. You, you just saw Drew Brees struggle, throwing the football, couldn't move in the pocket. And we talked about this a couple weeks ago, about the day and age of the pocket passer being dead. You talked about during the season, you said, Ted, maybe the best thing that's happened. I thought it would be because he had that rest. But he was great when he came back. He looked like he was yeah, an MVP, he was Drew Brees. For six weeks he, was, he, he was amazing. 25 touchdowns and two picks. It ain't going to go well if but they have a 17-game regular season. But when he went to the postseason and you saw the Vikings get after him, he didn't do so well. And that's why you see a guy like Taysom Hill, who is young, 
And you see a guy like Teddy Bridgewater, who's young and is, has been a— And he can a, move in the pocket. Couldn't move, but he's also been a starting quarterback. You think about that. I know Drew Brees. You want to come back one more year for a Super Bowl. But we've already seen where the Saints can go. They're not. I don't. I still don't see this team as a Super Bowl team. They're not going to get to a Super Bowl, and I think with the future of the Saints, it's going to hurt them. And I think they have to learn from the Patriots' mistake because the Patriots have become so enamored with the fact that they don't ever believe that Tom Brady will ever leave the New England Patriots. Well, there could be a real possibility. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I don't agree. I don't. Can I, th- can I, can I ask you a question? Before it's you, not going. I I already said me and you. What's your percentage? Me and you both said that he will not leave the Patriots. Yes. I'm me like, percentage I am wise. Ninety-five percent sure that he. I'll go seventy percent. No, ninety-five. I'll go seven. You know, you just asked me my percentage. No, no, and, and no. The reason why I was going to say, and I was going to just back up my point, is the reason why I say ninety-five is because I think about other guys that are free agents or teams that could have left, right? Like Peyton Manning. If he really wanted to leave, he wouldn't say, I'm going to stay home and you're going to come visit me. If you're truly a free agent and you're looking out other other places. How do we know? You're go- no, because he's already come out and said it. He's not leaving. If you want to come to see him, you have to come to New York and come visit him. I still think it's the greatest. He, I think- Peyton Manning, got on jets, airplanes, and flew and took trips and was like, hey, like you're a, like you're maybe a five star. Maybe because he just doesn't want to. Maybe, did you ever just think maybe he just does he's not truly invested because how much are you invested in really leaving? It's like and how, how much are those teams really invested in trying to go get him? If you re- if all the teams, the Raiders, the the Titans, just just the teams that have been maybe looking for quarterbacks, how invested are you? Yeah, but if you're a five you star, roll, athlete, you can, do you go there? You can roll reverse just- that if you want. How invested are you? If you really want me, if the t- because you know if in the end he's already like. I still got the Patriots in the back. It doesn't matter. Because, but does I want to see. Wait, does he have the Patriots in his back? Yes, because he's asked, He's going to say, I want to see how how hungry these teams but really they want. But he, they also want, kind, he also wants how about to this? sign early. It's kind of like the whole, we can relate this to our own team. It's kind of like the Yankees and Garrett Cole. How much are you willing to go get your prize? The Yankees were willing to go out. Yes, Brian Cash, but Gary Cole was one piece away from the Yankees. I know. No, Tom my, po- my point is, is that they were willing to go out and get him. Brian Cashman went on a plane multiple times to San Diego. Go have meetings with him. The Los Angeles Raiders, or Las Vegas Raiders, whatever. The we know what you meant. Teams like the Chargers, teams like the Titans, teams that are looking for maybe a quarterback and that are a piece away. They feel that can get them to a Super Bowl. How, mu- how hungry are you and how much are you willing to go in a plane and go to Greenwich, Connecticut and go visit Tom Brady? Knowing that he already has the Patriots. He's got Kraft. He's got Belichick. He's got them. It doesn't matter because in the end, he'll just go back there. But he really wants to see, you want me? You know where I am. Come get me. Plain and simple. But it's a real possibility. If the Patriots don't, if he, if he were to ever leave, what is the Patriots back? Well, like we said before, the domino effect. We know the first domino has fallen, and that's Drew Brees returning to the Saints. I think that was, was the only a, inevitable one. I think the well, the only question was, was he going to retire? And yes. If, and if so, how were the Saints going to pay Teddy Bridgewater? Or I mean, how were I? Here's the thing. I think if Brees left, truly, how I feel, I wish I was more of an insider in this. They would have re-signed Bridgewater, and I think Taysom Hill would have went somewhere else. 
Because I don't think Taysom Hill would have wanted to do the same thing with Bridgewater. And I don't think Bridgewater would have wanted to be like, hey, every couple plays we're going to take you out. I don't think that would have worked. But I think the Breeze and Taysom Hill would have still going to work because they could build toward the future with Taysom Hill. Bridgewater's leaving now. That means Bridgewater is now going to be a free agent yeah. and he's going to be on the open market. Yep. We both have the assumption that Brady's going to New England back. Yeah. So that takes New England and Brady out of the no now. So how does the rest of the dominoes fall? Will be very interesting. But if Brady doesn't go to New England, now it's a whole different. Oh yeah, it, op- it opens the floodgates. Oh absolutely, because what does New England do? Do they go get a veteran? What what veteran? Yeah. You know where does yep. Brady, where does Brady go now? If, like and we joked and I posted this on on the Keys of the City group. Colin Coward saying you know if if Brady leaves and goes to say Oakland, he's the and ultimate. Derek Carr, yeah. where does Derek Carr go now? Does Derek Carr go to New England? Does Derek Carr go to Tampa Bay? Where does Philip Rivers go? Where, where does Philip Rivers? Th- does Philip Rivers retire now because Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, just uh, and Tannehill, Dolan, and plus Dolan. you have the three quarterbacks, yep. which we're not talking about. Yep. We will, but Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and Tua Tagovailoa. Where those three guys, they're going to be entering the draft with a bunch of other guys. How do teams favor going after the veteran or a young guy and a rookie? And and that's what and that's what I'm trying to say is that how hungry are you willing to go get your prize? The Yankees did it this past year, getting Garrett Cole. I'm pretty hungry right now. The Yankees did it with. So am I. I'm actually really. I am starving. I'm, I'm a, Every time we do this show, we hard? get to a point. Well, where, we love food. It's like sports. We love food, man. Well, I only had an orange and a yogurt. Uh, an orange and a Nutrigrain bar last night for dinner. Me? I just slept. That's okay. I didn't eat anything. I just had the burger, and then and then I had oatmeal this morning. But that's all I'm trying to say is that you saw the Yankees doing in the off season, and they went to go get their prize. Now the teams that are looking for that Raiders. Titans, Chargers, just a handful of teams. How much are you willing to go get your prize? Brady don't have to go move. Brady could do whatever the hell he wants. He don't need to. Why does he have to go do it? You go, you go and bet. You want to be so invested in me? You want it, you're enamored with me and interested in me? Come over to my house and see how hungry you are. Can't wait. Like I said, the new calendar season hasn't even started, and man, oh man, the NFL is just spicing up, baby. I can't wait for free agency period. We're going to be talking about it all. We're going to be talking about the NFL draft. As you know, it's starting this week. Draft coverage will be starting combine this if, week. If, I can't and if you're wait. just tuning in now, if you missed the first segment, we had Joe Aguirre on. Of course, we reiterated and talked again about the cheating scandal, the new stuff that's come out, Rob Manfred. We've Still lost- waiting on the Boston Red Sox report. If you're a Yankee fan, we talked about the Severino thing, Aaron Judge's injury concerns a little bit right now. Um, and so- then we just talked, like I said, if you didn't get the chance to check out our show, we just talked about the NFL and the new CBA agreement and how I think this is going to prolong. And then the New York Giants, what would they be able to do this offseason? And then we just talked about Brady and Breeze. Like I said, it, we are streaming on Spotify and YouTube. You can check us out at Keys to the City as well as Instagram and Twitter, Keys to the City. And on Facebook, Keys to the City. Ladies and gentlemen, we are... Si- Go ahead. What the hell, bro? You asked Joe for his prediction on the boxing match. Maybe oh, the biggest I, I boxing forgot. match. I, comp- I, for- I completely forgot. You said you were hungry. I, I, I was looking out for you, bro. I'm always looking out for the big brother. No, you're not. I'm okay. not. See, he always thinks wrong. He sees things wrong. I forgot. I totally forgot about maybe the biggest boxing or heavyweight fight in quite some time. And it's a rematch. Part two. We, and we, the first one was great. We ordered The first it. one was a classic. Will we get the same result? Will we get a Wilder win? I think it's or will gonna, we get a Fury win? I think win? it's going to be a better boxing match. No, no, excuse me. I think it's going to be a better fight. 
I think that this is I not going to the this Fury is not going to is the going judges. to win. Oh, I'm going with the American. I'm going with Deontay Wilder. Gypsy King, not, baby. Seventh round. Can't even go with the American. That's messed up, man. Don't say that Deont like that. He's an American. Yeah, but the Gypsy King wears the American flag colors, bro. Deontay Wilder, baby. I can't wait for this fight. I, this fight is going to be great. I just think... He's the wild card because his right-hand punch, but that's what, punch and is that's, so devastating. And that's where I wanted to say quickly is one of these fighters are looking for the knockout. Can't come in too aggressive. Because you know, what, especially with Wilder with the right hand, and I'm, Fury specifically, because of the power that Wilder has, he has to not look desperate and try to go in and go aggressive. Play his style and see what happens. I do not see this going to the judges. I'm going to go. Joe said seventh or eighth round KO by Wilder. I like that too. I'm going to go Wilder, ninth round TKO. Fury wins. How? Knockout seventh round. He's not, I, I can't wait. I, don't, I just don't see that happening. I can't <laughs> and, wait. And, it's going to be and, great. In their it's contracts, be... they, have set, they have it in the contract already for a trilogy. A I, I hope so because it brings good money to the boxing world. I can't wait. This is great. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Las Vegas, nothing better. It's too heavyweight. It's a he for the heavyweight title. What more can you ask for? This is this is what you got. This is what people got to see back in the day with Frazier and Ali, Tyson against Holyfield, Tyson against Lennox Lewis. Now you get to see Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder, part two. The first one was great. I can't wait for tomorrow night. Ladies and gentlemen, we are signing off. Like I said, we'll be back next week. Talk about the NBA. Second half, what to make. The Lakers, will they load management on LeBron? Kawhi, Clippers. Giannis, 76ers again. And we're going to continue with this Red Sox holdout of the investigation as well. And like I said, Combine Week starts this week. Can't wait to talk some NFL draft. Ladies and gentlemen, we are signing off. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.